Ah, uh, our Africa report is brought to you proudly by South African Airways. Crystal Audison, oh gosh, we've had a bit of a, I mean, sometimes that's all you need, right? You need a bit of a laugh, don't you? Absolutely, Bungani. I mean, you can't expect me to be serious after hearing all these funny stories. These Model C kids. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right, let's get straight into it. Um, we know, of course, that the Ethiopian Prime Minister received the Nobel Peace Prize. There was so much hope about he was a new kind of leader mm. on the continent, and we've seen anything but peace in Ethiopia. Now we've got this human rights group that wants him to be stripped of his Nobel Peace Prize, uh, hoping, hoping that could put pressure to bring about an end to that conflict that's now been ongoing for what 20 months and more absolutely bungani i mean what's interesting i'm sure the nobel laureate community must be like having sleepless nights because yeah they thought young african uh, prime minister you know he's a graduate from the university of pretoria um you know hopeful made all the right moves and then bang it all went south um and so this group it's a human rights group focusing on the eromos and they're calling for for him for the nobel laureate committee to strip him of his nobel peace um, prize i'm not sure that's happened before especially for an African leaders. So it would be embarrassing. But I think ultimately their point is for the past 20 months, as, as you pointed out, there's been human rights violations. There's been scanned reporting unless you had local people sending out information, massive displacement, human rights violation. People have had to flee their country. And it's almost like this conflict is happening, but it's also not happening. Um, you know, it's business as usual in Addis Ababa, uh, the prime minister kind of living his best life. Meantime, back at the ranch, the country is, you know, filled with this conflict. And so, so there's two conflicts, Bungani, not to be co- get confused. There's the Tigrayan, which we've also been reporting on extensively, yeah. and then there's the Oromo, uh, oh, which is another... Oh, tell me more another, about the Oromo yeah, conflict. So, look, so, so that's also been, you know, ongoing parallel to what's in Tigray. So we're looking at population of 40 million people, also been subjected to, you know, human rights violations, displacement, extrajudicial killings of the army coming in. But because we've had, I think, the Tigrayans, the reality is they've had a stronger PR machine, especially well, in Washington. Back. Exactly, they and, they have, back, yeah. and they have, and they have, and the aromas have not, and so that's why this has been, um, this organization was recently launched, and they've been sending me updates, and they are calling for the Nobel laureate um, to be stripped of his prize, and so that is new, and I think they're trying to build that sentiment of like, but he won on the basis of being this great person, and he's not. So, so do you then say that the Nobel uh, uh, committee must always give this prize retrospectively? In other words, for what people have done rather than what we hope they will do because uh, this wouldn't be the first time that a recipient has been questioned afterwards right think of all those drones Mm. in pakistan right uh, that uh, the obama administration sent over there so does that mean when we look back on this in years to come this will only be given to people for what they have done but on the other hand, Nigel, think of the prize going to Arafat, right, mm-hmm. and Rabin mm-hmm. in nineteen in the early nineties. Yeah, uh, Mandela and Right, yeah. wasn't that also in hope that mm. something would come out? of their discussions yeah. and their Interesting point, Pangani. I think the Nobel Laureate Committee is definitely pondering on that because um, I think in this case in particular, I think it's been a PR disaster. 
All right, uh, MTN Nigeria losing millions of dollars because, of course, uh, what we know as a mobile company tried to enter the banking space there. What happened? Yes, interesting, Bungani. I mean, firstly, there's not been a lot of um, publicity around it because you're not going to be saying that $53 million have literally been siphoned out of your accounts. And so this is Nigeria, Bungani. Firstly, if you enter the banking market, be prepared that cyber attacks and all sorts of shenanigans happen. That's just the reality. I know you're looking flustered there. Yes, what? Seven... 100,000 unauthorized transfers happened. So MTN got a banking license, which was massive. So it's called Momo. You know, phone transfers, money transfers. Then they had 700,000 unauthorized transfers to about 8,000 bank accounts of 82, 18 commercial banks. So MTN is like, hi, Bo, how can you do this? We want to know. We're taking legal action. We want to know how could this happen? Of course, it's a cyber hack and banking experts are pointing out, you know, of course, there was a big, you know, kind of celebratory kind of moment because MTN got the banking license. They got cracking. I mean, biggest mobile provider. They, in fact, provide massive you know, profits to the South African company. Um, and so things went well until this hack. Um, and so it's a combination of a cyber hack. Um, the, the local kind of experts in Nigeria are saying, look, it's also frankly a combination of either former inside staff, um, external hackers, former staff members. That's so hold all. on, hold on. Was this money stolen from account holders who had signed up with MTN's uh, bank uh, in Nigeria, this Momo um, uh, uh, you know, entity, or was this money lost by uh, the corporation itself? No, no. So it's money. So it's seven hundred thousand unauthorized um, transfers to about eight thousand accounts. So remember, you I sent you money. So yeah. this is what happened. So it's just like these transactions happened, like you know, in quick speed and boom, fifty three million dollars later so now mtn obviously they're not talking a lot about it but they 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 instituted legal action Gosh. and 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 the reality is mongani you know they hope inshallah they might get the money but it's going to be complicated and it shows you and it raises the issue of banking in nigeria a new player the realities of it or just business in nigeria i mean how does mtn walk away from its biggest market right uh and obviously with so much potential for so much more or do you just say okay this is the kind of blow you take when you do business in nigeria christa alderson that is our africa report